Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tater Tot Sports Talk. Casey Tucker here, your co-host. This week, we've got a special guest on hand, Tommy Semanic. How are you doing tonight, Tommy? I'm doing well, man. Thanks a lot, Casey, for having me on. I'm really excited. Absolutely. So we got some stuff to talk about tonight. We're going to touch base a little bit on uh, NBA playoffs. Got a lot to catch up on as last time we were live here. Uh, we, it was right before the first round started. So we got a lot to touch base with there as well as hitting some points on baseball. Lots of controversial topics there. So um, we're going to dive right into it. Let's give a little recap of the first round. So NBA playoffs here going. Uh, we just had the Bucks beat the Nets just a few seconds ago. Exciting finish. That was that was insane. What a low-scoring game, too. They had like a 39 lead. The, uh, the Bucks did early on. I thought it was going to be a blowout, but uh, leave it to Kevin Durant to keep him in the game, but uh, still came up short. That was, it, was, it was nuts. 30-11 to 11 after the first quarter. Bucks flipped in the second, and yeah, final score 86-83. Very low scoring game, but high power offenses too. That's crazy. Yeah, good series going. Brooklyn's still up two to one, but I, I think I think this one could go to seven. What do you think? I have Nets and six. Nets and six. I have Nets and six. All right. Yeah, I do. I also have the Nets winning it all, so I have mm. to kind of go with that. Got to roll with it, yeah. Um, but I'm giving Giannis a couple of games and giving him the benefit of the doubt. So, but I think Durant's gonna be too much in the end. Okay. And looking looking into that first round too, so Aaron, um, a part of Tater Talk Sports Talk as well, is a big Celtics fan. Oh, okay. they got they got taken down by the Nets. I I, I placed some bets on the Celtics and Suns. Yeah. Which if they both won their first rounds against the Lakers and Nets respectively, mm-hmm. um, out of pocketed like three hundred bucks just from like six seven dollars betting, oh, which was man. absolutely insane. But <laughs> the Suns ended up doing it, which we can get into that in a moment, but. I was surprised. Did you think the Celtics had a better chance against the Nets? No, I didn't. Not a chance? I didn't, no. I, especially with all the GM controversy that's happened. Brad Stevens just he got promoted mm-hmm. up there, right? So they're going to have a new coach. Uh, they don't have the offensive firepower and the star power that the Nets have. Besides uh, Tatum. Besides Tatum, of course. But, I mean, when you get, you know, I mean, Harden when he's healthy, Durant, any of those guys, I mean, they're just they're such a huge team. Steve Nash has got those guys playing really well. So Celtics are a great team, good organization, but I just think the Nets are way too offensive um, motivated and firepower to uh, to do that. So, But I like the bet, though. I like the guts. Obviously, you're right on half of it. So Yeah, we got half of it down. I, I just thought the Celtics would give more of a fight. The way they started that series, that first game even, they just couldn't pull it off, and I was like, this is still a team that could pull the upset. Plus, James Harden has been out a little bit, too. So I thought maybe they'd have a chance because of that, but... When is he returning? Do you know? I think it's still up for grabs. I think so I, I, I think it's kind of like an Anthony Davis type thing to where he's they're taking it game by game, seeing if they can get him back in there. But I don't I don't think there's been an official statement on when he will be back. But I mean, is it hurting the Nets? They won they won the first two now against I, against the Bucks. I they th- lost this one barely. Right, right. I think if he's in. You can really pencil them in as NBA champs, in my opinion, with him out. The so you're not just taking them to the finals. You're taking NBA oh, champs. Oh, yeah, I am. I think they're the team. Okay. Yeah. So I got to get your take, too. If you had to pick someone out of the West, who are you taking? With what's left? It's hard to bet against Jokic, but I do love the Suns. I do. I think Chris Paul has got that team so organized, and he's also been playing very well offensively. I think he's underrated. I had even my fantasy team in the beginning of the year. I drafted him kind of high. And half of my friends are like, what are you doing? Like, he's old. Like, that's I'm like, dude, that man knows how to ball, man. Yeah. He's going to have that team in the playoffs, I'm telling you. And he's he's proved everyone wrong, I think. You think oh, he's, he's definitely overplayed what everyone thought. So he had, he had a couple votes for MVP. 
People thought he was going to be washed up. I didn't even know what to expect as a Suns fan. I was like, I don't know how this year is going to go. We'll be in the playoffs, but I did not expect second best team in the NBA. Yeah. So I think whoever wins the Nuggets Sun series wins, is going to get out of the West. Okay. Uh, one of those so you don't teams. think the Jazz or Clips have a chance? Uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be the closest out of out of the two conferences, of course. But uh, I have Nuggets or Suns. But my gut's going with the Suns. I'm riding that bandwagon with Chris Paul. What about that Jazz Clips series? Who do you got? I have, I have, I have the Clippers. I think. I think I have the Clippers Ooh. only because of Kawhi. I just feel Kawhi's got that championship pedigree. He um, does. So, but the Jazz are. I've been very, very good for the last two, three years. So, wouldn't be surprised, of course, if they won. But I do have the Clips going. They're both two firepower teams. I, I just want to reiterate that that Clips Dallas series. Dallas was up three to two. Oh boy, Luca couldn't do it. Luca couldn't pull it off. I mean, he uh. was popping up. I think he had a. He had a big game seven. Um, the the team could not help him out, but I mean, when in the game six and seven, the Clips came. They showed up. Paul George popped off. Kawhi yep. popped off. They did what they needed to on both sides of the ball, and they held him off, even with Luca just going right. insane. So I don't I don't know if this is a team that can beat the Jazz. I it's just hard to uh, it, it's hard to understand how good the Jazz are. I, it is. You're right. And they don't seem like a best team in the NBA type of a team. And that's probably what I'm falling for, to be honest. Um, but I just like that's the difference too. When you have Luke as such an up and coming star player, but you have these you know veteran uh, season type players, the Clippers who have been there, they've done it before. So I try. I tend to give those kind of teams the benefit of the doubt. But it is. I know. I know the Jazz are, are very well off. So it's going to be a good series. Yeah, I would love to see Jazz Suns. I mean, in the finals. That'd be a good series. Western, no, the Western finals, finals, yeah, the Western finals. That that'd be a great series, but we'll we'll see. But another series that's very intriguing: Hawks, 76ers. Both, I mean, the 76ers demolished that first round. Hawks, Hawks played very well too. Um, Trey Young comes in, takes takes the first game in Philadelphia. Yeah, they dropped the last one, but we're going to Atlanta for two two games now. <laughs> They're tied one one. Mm-hmm. What do you expect from a a one seed, five seed here. Um, I expect Trey Young to show who he is still. That guy is an up and coming star. He's got all the tools and tangibles. Um, but I think it's really hard to bet against the 76ers. Now you have them going pretty deep, of course. Uh, yep. So I've got them winning it all. Um, I do think, but I think the Hawks are making a competitive series, and they're going to show this playoffs like, hey, we're we're up and coming dogs here. We're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the next few years. We got Trey Young, an up and coming star. So we're not we're not someone to mess around with anymore. Um, but at the end of the day, 76ers are going to pull this off. I I would have to agree. I, I want the Hawks. I do. Yeah, Even though I, I, I took the 76ers. Yes, I feel you on that. Underdogs would be great. I'd love to see Trey Young keep balling and take, carrying that team, but I don't think it's going to be enough. It's kind of like the Ja Morant thing. You wanted to see Ja take down Utah as an eight seed. Right. And, I mean, they beat the Lakers in a phenomenal playoff play-in game. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Was it the – yeah. Or, no, no, no. They, they ended up losing that one, beat Golden State to get into the playoffs. Right. And – I mean, they, they took one of the first two in Utah and then dropped the rest of the series. But it, it's kind of a similar factor to where Trey Young's just exciting to watch. He is. He's like an all-around player. I love he him. He is. I do. It's pretty, pretty great. Very crafty. Kind of like a Steph-type player. Can pull up from anywhere. Very good at passing the ball. Yep. So, yeah, they, they beat the Knicks 3-1 to one and are coming into this Sixers series with that close uh, Game 1 victory and... I don't know. I was rooting for the Knicks so hard in that series. 
Were you? I was. I'm a big Tom Thibodeau fan. I mean, a Chicago Bulls fan, so Tom Thibodeau, I love him. Of course. Taj Gibson, Derrick Rose, even um, Ramsey, the, the, uh, who's the guy that had a really good year? Julius Randle. Julius, Julius Randle. Randle like, yeah. He had a really great year. Um, so though that combination of that team and their defensive mentality, they were the punchers, so I really wanted them to win. I knew they weren't, but it was exciting just to see them in the playoffs. Good for New York, too. They haven't yeah. had the Knicks be good or even relevant in Did you expect a better decade. series? Taking I, the Knicks? I, I did. I did. I thought I didn't take the Knicks to win, but I thought they would maybe win another game or so. But yeah. Because, just because of, of the defense, I did. I didn't know who to expect. I took the I took Atlanta in that series. I, I thought it would go at least six or seven That's what I with a four or five series. I had the same thing, yeah. I mean, Trey Young, Julius Randle, um, a Knicks team that had been showing up all play, or all season long to get that fourth spot. Right. Which who would have thought Atlanta and, and New York would have that four and five seed out of the East? No, Nobody expected no that. that. Uh-uh. So props to them both for a great <laughs> season. Um, the Hawks showed they're the better team, but we're we're set for a good series now. Um, I, I want to hear a little bit about your Bulls, though. So you're a My you're a Chicago Bulls, Bulls fan. I, I have a, since uh, since the D Rose days. It's been a little downhill. Uh, it's been so bad. I like what's, stopped watching them. I mean, yeah, what's, like, what's going so on? Well, we got rid of Garpex. Thank God, right? Everyone was very happy about that. Um, hired Mark Eversley. Hired Billy Donovan, right? Front office coaching staff looks to be set, okay? Now he's got to get the talent on the staff. So Zach Levine's showing up. He's an all-star. Guys, you know. Oh, I don't know baller. I don't know if you call him a superstar, but he's just underneath. He can do it all. Um, you have a guy like Patrick Williams, Kawhi Jr., we're going to call him, because he's got all those intangibles. I have a lot of faith in that guy. And then you make a blockbuster trade this year at the trade deadline. For uh, Nico Vucevic, that guy is a beast. So the Bulls are coming up. I actually had them in the eighth seed this year just for fun. Uh, I thought they okay. might. I thought they might surprise some people. They, they weren't did. far off, thirty-one and forty-one, and out of that Eastern Conference, that's not far from that eighth seed. Right. Yeah. So I think just had a couple of a couple of spurts here. We just lost a few games. We should have won. I really thought we could have done it. Um, so I mean, your Bulls core really is Kobe White, Zach Levine. Patrick Williams, and Nikola Vucevic. Yeah. Anyone else can go. I mean, Markkanen's kind of been a disappointment. So, he can yeah, leave, yeah. you know. I was um, surprised. I thought he was going to be a little better out of U of A. Most, yeah, most people did have him higher, but he just, I don't, he doesn't. I wanted to like him. I did, I did too. We all did, because he, he, he seems like a big dude with the intangibles to be good, but he doesn't seem like to be aggressive enough. He's not that consistent of a shooter. Um, so he just hasn't really posted up where he wanted to. So we can gladly get rid of him. I would yeah. not mind. To be honest, I thought... Denzel Valentine would have been better. Yeah, uh, not that he did. He did. Not that he's been a bust in the NBA. I just don't see him as a as a, a, a core, core part of that team. Correct. Yeah. I would agree with you. So my question for you: I, I think Thaddeus Young is a great addition to that team off the bench. Magic. He is. He's been <laughs> God, phenomenal he for us. But my question for you is: Who is intangible on that team? If you're going to take this Bulls team and put them in the playoffs next year, you need a good draft pick. You also need a good free agent signing. Yeah. So taking that out of the equation, out of the starting five, you've got Kobe White, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Daniel Thies, and Vukovic. Mm-hmm. Who has to stay and who can go if they want a trip to the playoffs next year? So a trip to the playoffs means you might either A, need to sign some good free agents, whether that's um, uh, one of the Ball brothers, um, Lamar, right? The older, Do the they older, have the money? The older one, yes. 
Yeah, yeah, they do. They'll, they'll, Lonzo. He, Lonzo, yeah. That's they can get him. He want, they, they want, he, I know he wants to come to Chicago. That'd be really good because we need a point guard. Zach Levine needs a point guard. And then the post combination with him and Vucevic can work out well. Or you get lucky and the Bulls get a raw first pick to fourth pick in the draft, the lottery. Yeah. If we can get one or the other, obviously both would be great. That's going to put us over the edge to the playoffs. Um, your current starting five that you just mentioned, Daniel Tice is not a starter. Um, he's that kind of off the bench. You get that energy going. He's gotcha. tough, hard-nosed defense who's in, who's, guy. A, who's that other guy in the slot at the forward? Um, Do they throw in Markinen usually? You, yeah, usually, yeah. Before okay. he was starting. And then when you got Vucevic in, uh, Vucevic came in and took that starting role because we traded uh, Wendell Carter Jr. So he was out. Yeah, Wendell was then out. Then you bring in Daniel Tice from Boston, and that's mm-hmm. how he came into the play, and then we started starting him because he actually was playing pretty well for us. Yep. Um, or we started uh, Thaddeus Young. Okay. So that, that, that was our, our two forwards. So one of the, that guy comes out, I think, and you know you can move Patrick Williams even to that power forward spot when Lonzo Ball maybe signs here. It's not a bad roster right now. It really is. definitely need a free agent signing. We're close. We, we're, we're one player away. And you need, a, you need a good draft pick. I mean, hopefully you guys land in the top ten. Don't get screwed over there. But I, you guys aren't going to have a top ten. Six, seven draft pick. I don't think so. I, I think you got to make the most of it. But is is Kobe White an elite player for this team? Kobe White is improving. I don't know if he's going to get to that level yet. I wouldn't call him elite just yet. But he was one of our best three point shooters this year. Like out of nowhere, became one of our best three point shooters, yeah. um, which we were very surprised at. Now him, he's him not and from downtown. Just trained. oh, I mean, it was great every time Kobe White would just be you know give me the hot sauce every night, and we're like, where's where's this coming from? But see, Kobe White isn't really a point guard. He's a shooting guard, and yeah. that's what he his style is. He can handle the ball, but I don't think he's a floor general. He turns over the ball too much, though. Yeah. So he has his own handles, but he makes terrible passes. He just turns over the ball way too many times. He doesn't have the vision, and that's why I talk we put Sadoransky in, who can't score, but can be a Kirk Heinrich-type piece. He can organize the floor and get the ball where it needs to go. So a lot of times, I know Billy Donovan, even the coach beforehand, who weren't very good, uh, would put Sadoransky in a lot because they know he can organize and have better vision than a guy like Kobe White, who's more of a spot shooter, in my opinion. Of course. And that I, I think I think Kobe White needs some time to develop, whether it's off the bench with an experienced point guard. I, I think he would do a great job off the bench, be an awesome player, but he's got a lot of pressure running running the point in Chicago. Yeah, trying to take over Derrick Rose's spot. It's it's not easy, and I think he's a good player. He's just not there yet. <clears throat> yeah, so. I agree. Ideally it, for him, he comes off the bench and kind of similar to marketing. Because um, marketing actually did a lot better when we put him on the bench. To be to be quite honest, he came up and he would he would hit his threes when he came off the bench. But any other other time he played, very inconsistent and not that good of a shooter. So if we can get a good point guard through the draft, or for signing, most likely a free agent signing that we talked about, um, that's going to put the Bulls over the edge, I think. Yeah. So you guys you guys will definitely have uh, Vukovic. Uh, Levine, probably Young and Sadoransky for this next year. Uh, Patrick Williams you've got for a while. Kobe White you've got for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, whether you get Daniel Thies back or some other pickups, you're you're gonna have some money to spend this off season. Yeah. Possibly, they're predicting thirty one in cap space, thirty one mil. Um, you've got your first round pick, and yeah, they're they're gonna have some money. So you gotta get, I think, a point guard. Yeah, I do, I, I expect that front office to be very aggressive. Uh, their their tone of voice so far with Eversley and um, 
Karnishevich have been very, you know, we expect to win here. We are not taking mediocrity anymore. Um, so that's been great to hear. So I expect them to be quite aggressive. And I have the Bulls making the playoffs next year for sure. I'll, I'll bet any money on it that they're going to be in the playoffs next year. Don't know the seeding. So. Don't know the seeding yet. So. I would bet eight seed again probably. Yeah, they can sneak into a seven or eight. But um, I definitely have them in the playoffs. They're okay. um, they have a lot of talent on the roster. They're developing, and the coaching staff has got them to where they need to be. Okay, I like to see it. I mean, as an optimistic Suns fan. <laughs> it took us 11 years to get back here, and we, yeah. we somehow pulled out of a hat the, the second seed in the West and the whole NBA. Yeah. And here we are taking down Denver in the first two rounds. Right. The Joker. The, the Joker, MVP. MVP. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's controlling him in the I first know. two games. Yeah. Were you okay with that MVP pick, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. You have to be. Yeah. yeah. A lot of talk about Curry and. You know, and just uh, Curry was a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he played well. He he carried that team into that that playing game. But yeah, I, w- I would agree. Jokic, Jokic definitely deserved it. First center since Shaq in oh, years yeah. to win That's to true. win MVP at center. So I was happy to see it. And he's a complete player. He does not look like a baller. <coughs> he did, he does not at all. But he doesn't. Yeah, he gets the job done. Yeah, I I I call Vooch Jokic Jr. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> they're, he's they're he's a straight Joker. Style. You never know what you're gonna get out of him. I know. I love him. It, it's a lot of fun to watch, but <clears throat> um, yeah, a lot a lot of exciting stuff coming there. That the Suns took down the Denver Nuggets by 25 points last night. Their their last four playoff games. So they take down the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. The last two games of the series just. Lakers. Straight demolition. I mean, Lakers are just—they fell apart. They fell apart. They fell apart. AD was out. Chris Paul even had the shoulder thing, but they fell apart. Yeah. And Booker, forty-seven points in that that last game that they won, Game Six, un- unreal. But the Suns have won their last four games, which includes first two against Denver, last two against LA. They've won by an average of about twenty points. They're hot. Damn, that's crazy. Especially in the playoffs, that's hard to do. I, I, you know? I am, I'm awestruck. I expected, <laughs> I expected a good series with LA. I didn't know who would come out, but I, of course, predicted the Suns, and I've got them in my finals. Mm-hmm. So I, I had them, um, getting through that. But with a young team and Chris Paul leading the way, do you think this Suns team can make a trip to the finals? I know you had them in your in your finals pick with the Nets, but I do. Yeah, no, I definitely think that. They've been playing so well for so long. I think they have good leadership on that team. They're poised for a finals run. Again, I mean, they're 2-0 right now against the Nuggets in that series, so I have them coming out of that series as victory, and if they do, I think they're going to go to the finals. Whether it's the Jazz or uh, the Clippers, I I have them coming out. It's going to be close. It's going to be a tough series, but I think they can make a trip to the finals. Okay. I do. We'll see. We got game three tomorrow, so I'm actually going to be in Phoenix next week. Are you going to So I fly in on Tuesday. That's game five. Which is back in Phoenix. Nice. Tickets are like I want to say lower level. Tickets are starting at like four hundred bucks. So that's it's well, it's cheaper to me because in Chicago I think it'd be a lot more for lower that's level true. seats. That's true. Um, I mean the tickets in Denver are starting at like a hundred bucks or like nine, ninety bucks what? for game for games three and four. We're so. going to a Cubs game for that price. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on, but that's nuts. Um. I mean, in college, I used to go to the Suns game for five bucks. I'd sit top level, um, but Arizona is a big um, fair weather fan state. And when the team's well, they get fans to show up. When the team's not doing no well, they're selling five dollar tickets. So okay. 
I'm I'm thrilled as a Suns fan to see this arena popping. Yeah, I mean, I the roof is just out of out of the, out of the whole town. Ride so it out. Enjoy it's it. uh, it, it's gonna be interesting. I I gotta get to a game though, whether it's this Denver series or the Western Finals. I really hope so. It's gonna break the bank, but uh, if you can make it this series, do it to save yourself some cash. Yeah, because you're right. This, if is they the, move on, this is the year to do it. It would be the year to do it. Cause do you have Chris? Do you have Chris Paul next year? Yep, we got one more. Okay, and I you get them one more year, obviously, right? Booker's yeah, another so. two, I think. Aiden, we got for a little bit. All right. So we have we have a young team. We're poised for greatness, but yeah, I mean, yeah. if Chris Paul matures more and still has that athleticism without if aging if he repeats what this year what he does next year if he repeats what he did this year you guys are golden and i'd be thrilled as a Suns fan because yeah i mean no one even expects him to be this good this year let alone do it again next year he's an assist machine that guy we'll see but uh next week when we come live to you it, it's gonna be nice little recap maybe the sun series will be done by that maybe maybe so mm-hmm. lots lots of good stuff. Mm-hmm. But quick touch on hockey. Um, I know you're a big hockey guy, Tommy. Um, unfortunately, our Blackhawks did not make the playoffs. Yeah, that's been kind of rough. Um, that uh, I mean, I expected it, but we're going through kind of a little change. But we're one of the youngest teams in the league, and um, I think we even outplayed our expectations. Obviously, we didn't make the playoffs, but I think we even played better than we even thought them to play. So yeah. if we get a healthy Jonathan Taze back. I put that team in the playoffs because we got some young goaltenders be. who overmet expectations by a long shot with Lankin in. Love that man. So mm-hmm. you know, in Chicago, we'll Break see. Out it's, it's a patience for the uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks. It is. It is. We'll see. But um, so it, NHL is kind of in the same playoff spot now as NBA. So they've got eight teams left now. Um, what do you take from from who's left right here and? So, Possible Stanley Cup matchups here. Okay, so let's recap the series. So I have I have Islanders four two over Bruins. Okay, okay. I currently have Knights three two over Avalanche. We got Lightning four one already decided uh, with the Hurricanes. Then we have four zero with the Jets. Right, so we're yep. still, we're just waiting on that Knights series. I have the Knights beating the Avalanche. Okay, and moving on. Um, so yeah. Um, is it surprising to see Tampa Bay take down Carolina four to one? It was a little bit to me. I because Carolina has been they were so good all season, um, but but Tampa Bay is the vets and they've been there before. They've and been the, there before. Yeah, Lightning they get that experience. But something to be said about that. I actually I had the I had the, I had the Hurricanes beating the Lightning. Um, okay. So that was. Uh, but I again again I, I'm not surprised as well. But I did have the Hurricanes beating the Lightning. So okay. Um, uh, and then yeah that. Uh, that other series, so Winnipeg, Montreal, Canadians swept them. Yeah, yeah, Canadians. That's kind of Canadians are good. Yeah, it's surprising to swept. Um, but I, I, I have the Canadians coming out of that series. That Colorado Vegas series, though, that's a good one. Yeah, it is. I think the winner Colorado's that's going to go so to the Stanley too. Cup. Was it? I think the winner that's going to yeah, Stanley Cup. Same, I do too, for sure. The the Lambs took the first two after rolling through the first round. Mm-hmm. Knights took the next three. Um, game six is actually going on right now, it's and it's uh, oh, Vegas is up four three after two. Ah, look at that! I'll take so, that. Not bad. Vegas oh, could come out of that's it. Gonna be I'd like to finish. see Colorado, but yeah, it's gonna be a good finish. Wow. Fun stuff. You've gotta love the chill. Absolutely, absolutely. Summer Anywho, playoffs. I think hockey's at the best playoffs. 
and out at all. It's exciting. Sports. I think it is. And not, not many people watch. I mean, especially you mm-hmm. listeners that, that are tuning in here. NHL might not be the most attractive sport out there, but when you've got a team and you've got them in the playoffs, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. I mean, stadiums are booming every, yeah. every game. Did For, you see the national anthem? Uh, from Twitter, the yeah. Islanders, and oh my god, that was awesome. I love Nuts. seeing that. It happens more often in hockey, I think, in any sport. Yeah. And that was such a cool uh, cool moment. Well, you just get a lot of passionate <clears throat> fans, and the, the tough thing about hockey is um, it it's quote-unquote uh, a slow sport, even though it's so fast-paced. And it, it's just the fact that they don't score much. It's like baseball. Baseball is mm. a very slow sport. Mm-hmm. You may get more scoring than hockey, but True. hockey, just following the puck... Tuning into every game. If you don't have a team, it's a hard sport to watch. So I hear that a lot from guys. However, when it comes to like when I ask women what their favorite sports are, usually it's hockey. They love the contest. For those reasons. <laughs> they love the fights. <laughs> well, usually it's for the reasons you mentioned is that it's constantly moving. There's not a lot of stoppages. Um, and they do like they do like the contact. So it's interesting to hear that perspective because I usually hear the opposite from girls when it comes yeah. to hockey. It depends where you're at, too. Very that regional too. sport. I mean, I, I right. come from Arizona and Idaho. Idaho doesn't have a hockey team. So, Arizona, yeah. very fair weather fans. So I mean, would, Arizona and, and Florida are not big in the right. hockey. Right. Who was your hockey team growing up then in Idaho? The Hawks. I was the Hawks, right. It okay. Was. Yeah, so yeah. are you a Hawk fan or a Coyote fan? Hawks. Okay, good. That's, I that's enjoy going to Coyotes fan. games. I'm sure you do, yeah. And I'd back them, but I went to a, I went to a Hawks-Coyotes game my sophomore year of college. The whole stadium was Hawks. At the United Center or at Phoenix? Oh, in Phoenix. The whole stadium was Hawks. <laughs> I love Chicago. It was, it was it. yeah. Yeah, we My sister well. flew down for it. We got yeah. tickets behind the goal. It was, it was a fun time. You've been to United Center, right? Oh, of course. Okay, God. I mean, it was after their, their that, dynasty. That's okay. Still so, great atmosphere. Yeah. Man. It was good stuff, though. But uh, as we transition over from hockey now, we, we got some stuff to talk about in baseball, but I know... You said you had some trivia for me. Sure. All right. Hit me with it. All right. Uh, when was baseball invented? Eighteen sixty-two. Down. Eighteen forty. Up. Eighteen fifty. Down. Eighteen forty-five. Yeah. Really? Where was it invented? I was pretty close. Eighteen sixty-two. That's not bad. I'm giving you credit. That was decent. Where was it invented? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Was it America? Yeah, has to be. Give me, okay. give me a, give me a city. Uh, Louisville. No. Up north. Boston. Close. New York. There you go. Nice. Really? Lizzie. Okay. Who invented it? No clue. Alexander J. Cartwright. Okay. Yep. With the New York. So you got the old-fashioned sets for me. First, uh, first professional team. Uh, it's got to be up northeast, right? Hmm. So I will say, so the first professional team, I guess, was Detroit was with it was the New York Knickerbockers. But your first MLB team currently, like we know today, Detroit. Like, no, uh, I'm not going to Detroit. Close though, in that area. Uh, is it in the AL Central? Mm-mm. National League team. Central. Yes. Cubs. No. It's not the Brewers. Cardinals. No. Uh. Cincinnati? Yeah. Really? The okay. Red, the Red Stockings are the oldest team in baseball. Red Stockings. Yep. It's just so weird how, like, even America evolved. Because, I mean, you had all this baseball and, and all these teams starting from the east and then moving out west 
The D-backs didn't even start out of Arizona until 1997. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. 97. When was when were the Cubs invented? Do you know? It's on our jerseys. In the, uh, Is it album. really? Yeah. 18. It's in the uh, National League emblem. It's really small. 18. 85. No. Close, though. You're, you're kind of there. What's the answer? 1876. Okay. Yeah. Close. That's good. Okay. Those are my trivia. That's Not bad. It. That's what I got. All right. All right. You got the old fashioned. You need to go to Cooperstown. I, I, the I read test. a book one time. I was like, I don't know, 15. And it was like, it was called The Story of Baseball. It was a nonfiction book. And it had all this awesome information with pictures. And I loved it. I just learned so much. Not bad. Yeah. I think we go. need our girlfriends to take that. <laughs> God, no. She like, truly doesn't know anything about baseball. There, there's a shout out. There's the Caroline shout out. and Julia. There you go. Y'all need to read a, a baseball book. They'll be happy. Learn how baseball started. Uh, I mean, I didn't Learn hit... Learn some basic rules. I didn't hit the exact... And then we'll take you to Wrigley. Yeah, and we'll take you to Wrigley. Because we're not taking you this weekend, because yeah. you don't know enough. Yeah, so Tommy and I are actually going to the Cubs <laughs> and Cardinals on Saturday. June 12th, We've got 100% a good capacity, Wrigley Field. What kind, of, what kind of jerseys are we wearing? Oh, So I was just talking to Kel about this, actually, the other day. I have... I have my road alternate blue jersey with nothing on the back, and I have my Cubs home pinstripe jersey with my name on the back. You gotta do the pinstripes. Which is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's it's a no brainer. But okay. I think about my pinstripes it's a little bit heavier, so it's like I get hotter in that jersey than I would my alternate blue one. But I still always wear it, even the bleachers. Okay. When I'm sweating bullets. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I got a gray Chris Bryant jersey. Okay. All right. It's it's gonna be on. I need to get a pinstripe one you though. They're so hot. But let's talk about the Wrigleyville jerseys. They're breaking them out this Saturday. Yeah. <clears throat> some mixed uh, some mixed feelings about it. Um, Obviously, I will say it. I'm a diehard Cubs fan. I hate you White Sox fans, but you have but. better City Connect jerseys. I'm going to say oh. it. You'll be happy to hear it. South Sider okay. jerseys, the black pinstripes, they look great. Um, didn't Which like is it. surprising from a team that's just black and white. That's what I'm saying, right? But, I mean, black is so easy to wear. Everyone can. It's a neutral color. Of so. course. Um, <clears throat> but the Cubs jerseys... I love their hats. I think the hats are better than the White Sox hats. Um, it's just the Wrigleyville on the jersey. Yeah, just, you're, you're talking I, about you don't like the you can't buy the Wrigleyville. I don't know what it is about. I just don't like the way it looks. This color scheme I've gotten uh, accustomed to. The more I look at it, the more I like it. Um, the All Seventy Seven Neighborhoods is a nice concept, especially with their hashtag Cub Together. So yeah. I think their theme has been consistent. I like it. Um, I don't know. It's just um, it's just sometimes it's a little bland to look at. But uh, I think they're they're not they're not bad. They're definitely not like ugly or terrible. They're just they're they're average, I would say. Yeah, and like I was talking to you about, I feel <clears throat> like once we see them, and once the fan base understands the jerseys and the concept, and sees them on the players, and sees a game against a rival in St. Louis, yeah. I think they're gonna be. Buying we're gonna it. rally behind it no matter what. So, of course, and we're gonna see those jerseys. Yeah. it's gonna be great. If if you viewers have not seen them, please check them out. Tweet us at Tater Tot Sports on on Twitter. Let us know what you think. But it's a uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'm excited to see them in person. I am too. They I, look they I'll did like a great job modeling them on Instagram. But um, I'm gonna like them better when I see them in person. But you know what? They're fire. They're the best. Yeah, <laughs> my whole opinion will change. White Sox one suck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be good. Did you and, see Boston's? I have not. I'm if gonna pull it up right now. They're yellow and light blue. Yellow and light blue. They're disgusting. They look terrible. I actually like Miami's, the red. It looked, it was different. I like the oh, Miami Oh, the ones. yellow and blue. Why? I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, most I From what I've heard through the grapevine, obviously I'm not a Bostonite person, but um, Boston people are not 
a fan of it. They, they don't. They're not associating the colors with the city. I wish we had Aaron on right now. He's actually a Red Sox fan. Oh, is he? Yeah, I would he love is. to hear his opinion. Yep. Um, you have to ask him. Oh my gosh. I mean, I like the blue hat. It's kind of like a Milwaukee Brewers feel. Yeah, which actually might make sense because. What's that? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that is not okay. Because the the um, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers used to be the Boston Braves. Boston Braves. So that might be why they did that. Yeah. And that this, might make some sense. But this, this Boston hat though, it's okay, am I wrong? Is that UCLA Bruins? Yes. You're totally right about that. I didn't even know. The light that. blue, the it. baby blue, the way the bees outline yeah. and the yellow outline, that's right. UCLA. They stole it. You heard it here. You heard it here first. You did. Sue them now. Okay. Yeah, so those Six are the, one, seven, those are definitely the ugliest cities. out of all the City Connect jerseys thus far. Are all the teams going to release them? Or is it just like... I, I think they're slowly coming out with them. Is I mean, Saturday, Monday, is that the day to wear them? The City uh, Edition jerseys? I think. I mean, the White Sox have already worn them, though. In, in, in uh, a guaranteed bad baseball field. Oh. I didn't know if there's like a certain day for it. That's the White Sox, right? Yeah, that's the, black. That, that, okay. that's the shirt. You should, it's like a, their jersey, it's like pinstripes. It's white pinstripes. Gotcha. And it's, uh, they're, 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 they're sick. They're nice. Huh. Who's your favorite? Jersey? Yeah. Out of all four, I'm going to have to say the White Sox, regrettably. Okay. Cubs, I'd put two. Miami, I'd put three. Boston, I'd put four. From the ones I've seen. I think those are the only four teams that have released them. Oh, I guess there's seven total. Mm. So, Boston... They did theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Chicago, White Sox, Cubs. And Miami released theirs. I think Miami, Miami was the first team to do it. <clears throat> Miami's got blue hats and red jerseys with gray pinstripes, I believe. Hmm. But yeah. Like, 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 look at the socks, too. Like, they're the light blue sock with the stripes. Those are nice socks. Like, that's a cool sock. The hat is awesome. I'm thinking about buying one of those hats. The White um, Sox? No, no, no. The Cubs. Oh, oh, oh. The Cubs, like, they the got Cubs these, is sick. Like these light blue socks they have with the navy blue stripes, and they have this nice navy blue hat with light blue mm. accents. Those are very nice. I would buy one of those hats. The White Sox just have a better overall. Like Okay, jer- I've seen those jerseys. Like that jersey is pretty sick. It's, it's clean. You'd like to see clean. the black pinstripe. Yes. It's fun. Yeah. So nice. that that's super nice. Yeah, mm. I actually saw them a couple days ago. I forget who they were playing, but oh, I yeah, saw you were them. you were there. Yeah, yeah. Was that when we were bowling? That same day? I don't know if they, they were released then. it. Maybe not. Maybe I don't not. think so. No. I saw them recently, but um, yeah, fun stuff. City edition. They always do the um, some kind of jersey release throughout the year that that makes it fun. Kind of like a fan interactive. Mm-hmm. The Cubs. I mean, I think two years ago when I went, because that's when they lost a lot of fans. Cubs did. All black and Nationals were in town. They were all white, so it was oh, the black and white home and away. That was the like nineteen hundred throwback. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, fan. no, I, I mean they're pretty ugly. I do like a lot of the Cubs throwback jerseys from those really old days. Those were not good. Yeah, they were not <laughs> quite plain. Not specifically, but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see them. Um, but anywho, I mean, hopping into baseball, Cubs Cardinals. Big series, right? Big series. Cards are not Somehow the well. Brewers are tied for first with the Cubs now. Yeah, that's because of their, their pitching staff. They have like two Cy Young candidates in their rotation, so mm-hmm. that's why they're sticking around, and that's probably why they're going to finish in second place. The Brewers in second. Yeah. Okay. So I will. I, I'm gonna. I had. I had Cardinals one. I had Brewers two, and I had Cubs three. Cubs have surprised me and many other baseball fans this year. So after seeing what I'm seeing. I like to put the Cubs in division winners and have Brewers second, Cardinals three, but it's really hard to make that decision right now because the Cubs can easily sell their entire roster by the July 31st trade deadline, whether we're in first place or not. 
it's really unclear what the Cubs are going to do. They could sell everyone. They could add. They could not do anything. Um, My question for you. I'm going to interrupt you there. <coughs> mm-hmm. Will the Cubs sell Chris Bryant by the trade deadline? Yes, guaranteed. Doesn't matter where we're at. Why? What he's doing because you are not resigning him at the end of the season, no matter what. You have he's Scott. hitting over 300. It doesn't matter. He's top. He's like he's, top he's top three 10. in WAR. He's top ten for MVP. Hundred percent. Probably top five. Definitely top five. Maybe top three. I'd put him top three. Okay. But depends. At, depends who you're asking. But I put him at yeah. three right now. But why are we going to sell him? Because we're not going to resign him at the offseason. There's no chance of resigning him. He's going to want top dollar. Okay. And he'll get he'll get top dollar. So here's my question. For him. Why would we sell our star third baseman who's hitting over 300? Why? If we have a very good chance of winning the division. Because Tom Ricketts is cheap, period. <laughs> That's what it is. They don't want to spend the money. So is it because Theo's gone? Um... Not necessarily. Well, it's it, it really because of Tom Ricketts. I mean, it's his pocketbook. And we can easily resign. I mean, Rizzo said the other day, we can really easily resign all four of our core star guys. Javi? We're not going to do it. Chris? Uh, is if, Javi staying? No. Javi's going to. Chris is gone. Chris is Rizzo? Gone. Rizzo stays. Who's the other one? Contreras. Contreras is an, a toss up for me. I'm going to. Contreras, you can pay under $15 you can get cheaper. Million? Yeah, you can, you can get Contreras cheaper. Brian's going to be 20 25, 25. now. I mean, he's going to get top dollar. Javi's probably Same. 25 to 30 just because what, top, what he brings to the table. Javi's not worth it, to be honest with you. I don't think he is, he's but not. I think he's going to get over 25 somewhere. He's, someone's going to pay it to him, and that's yeah. why he's going to go, because the Cubs won't. Yeah. Um, and that, it's sad. Obviously, I want all these guys to stay, because we see what they do when they're hot. I mean, we, we're, we're competing for a division. We're in first place in division we were not expected to be close to, yep. um, but we're just kind of in a bind. And, and honestly, it's not even Jed Hoyer's fault. His hands are tied. It's really up to Tom Ricketts to give him the green light. So I think Bryant goes. I think Baez goes. And if they do go, if you know you're not re-signing them within this month, you better trade them and get some value from them and restock this farm system. Otherwise, we're going to be screwed for a lot of years. So if the Cubs trade Bryant and they get some great prospects, which sets us up for the next few years, mm-hmm. whether that's adding a starting pitcher that's going to be in the bigs in two years or – Two position players that can make it up in the next year or two. You're going to get some value for them. You're not going to get a ton. But you're going to get guys that sh- two to three guys that should be in the bigs in the next three years. Sure. So can we fill that void and still make the playoffs? This year? Yes. Um, If the Cubs keep playing the way they're playing, yes. Patrick because Quay's right now done. we have the best bullpen in baseball. We do. Like, not even close. It's unbelievable yeah. what this bullpen's been able to do. Surprisingly. You get Patrick Wisdom up here playing amazing baseball. Guys like uh, Ortega and Jake Marisnik and Sandy Alcantara are producing. What the heck with Patrick Wisdom? Dude, that guy is my favorite player. Guy's a 29 or 30-year-old rookie coming up here getting the call. He finally gets a chance. Hits, he's what? He's had eight homers now in, his, in 16 games I think he's got like nine. He had... Eight home runs. He had seven in eight games. Then he hit one again two days ago. He didn't hit one yesterday. So I think he's got eight home runs in ten games. He was the NL player of the week. Yes. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Okay, if he produces, the Cubs can make the playoffs without Bryant. Yes, probably. And he can he can fill the void. He could. If, I mean, it's... it's. But the Cubs have had injuries and... 
Brian's played like five different positions this year consistently. Yeah. Put him in left. Put him in right. Put yeah, him in third. He'll play first base even when he runs with that first. back injury. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. It's going to be really hard to replace, replace Chris Bryant. But because the NL Central is so winnable, if we just got rid of Chris Bryant at the trade deadline, trade deadline, we still could win the division. But obviously we're getting out in the first round. Now, if you keep Chris Bryant and we win the division, you could potentially win in the first round, and then you're getting knocked out in the second round. So, we'll I just, see. It's going to be a really... It's going to be a sad day. I cannot... Comes. Yeah, it's going to be a very sad day. He's a... Him and Rizzo for the... <sighs> I, want I mean, and Baez now. They're the backbones of Chicago. Oh, man. Uh, Brian and Rizzo have always been, but Baez emerged the last two, three years. He did. So, it's going to be interesting to see, but... Here's my prediction. I have the Cubs winning the division 87 and 75. I would love that. That's actually I'd, a really good record you have to that. Wow. Brewers, Brewers in second, Reds in third at 82 and 80, Cardinals fourth, 81 81. So very close division. Wow. But let's touch on the East a little bit. The Mets are in first. Yes. Um, I had the Braves going 91 and 71, winning the division. The so Mets still could happen. The Mets are in first place at 30 and 24. No one else in the NL East is above 500. And we all thought the Central was going to suck. It's the East that sucks. If you put the Central and the East together, who has more playoff teams? Who would who's the better division? NL East and NL Central. I want to so currently it's obviously the Central, but you know the Braves are now in third place or two games below 500. They're a better playoff team in my mind, on paper, than any of the Central teams. So, currently, I want to say the Central, but on paper, you look at the East, and you would say the East, because the Mets... Phillies, pitching staff, bomb. Braves, pitching staff, eh, but their their lineup can produce. Yeah. Nationals, pitching staff, they're, and offense, they have the tools. They do, but they're not going to do it. 25 and 33 is right now is accurate, but they have the team. The Nationals at 25 and 33, I don't know if you remember, two, it was two or three years ago... They were sitting at like 12 games under 500, yeah. and they won that division. I do remember that too. But I think this is the year you trade Scherzer if you're not going to keep him. Which is, is why I don't think they're going to make a bigger run like they did a few years ago. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go on an eight-game, ten-game one streak and, yeah. and get within two games of the, the okay. division. Yeah. So, Same with the Braves, though, for me. Who's going to win that division? Putting you on the spot. Uh... Who takes the NL East? <laughs> I had the Braves at the start of the season. I think everyone had the Braves. And I'm still going to stick to it. I think I am too. I mean, the, the Mets, Mets. Is Mets, it a fluke? 30 no, and 24? No, they got they got some pieces there with Lindor and whatnot. Um, but I don't think they're a first place team. I think they're a second place team. I think I see the Phillies dropping a third. Or pitching or offense? What puts them in second? Uh, probably their pitching staff. Chicken pick round. I mean, my God. The guy's my vote for MVP right now, which is incredible. By far. To do. Yeah. Um, so it's probably their pitching staff. That okay. That has them where they're at. Okay. I respect it. Yeah, for sure. The the Dodgers and Padres, ten and twelve games above five hundred respectively. Mm-hmm. I had the Dodgers winning one hundred and seven games. I don't think that's going to happen. You had them winning that many games after last year. Yeah, but to repeat that, they added Trevor Bauer. Yeah, but no team ever repeats like that ever. Like the Cubs were supposed to do the same thing, and then we know what happened there. Okay. Right? Well, the Cubs. I did not see any of that lineup reproducing during the regular season. But you saw that. You think that lineup was going to? I do. You still think they're going to win that many games? I I think the Dodgers can easily win 100 games. I could see them getting hot and winning 100 games. I don't think they'll win 107. It was a bold prediction. I had them at like 96 or 97. 
Okay. Now, the Giants, I didn't expect to be anywhere Surprising. near where they're at. So, I, I had the Giants in first, of course. I mean, the Dodgers in first, of course. But yeah. The Giants gonna, are just taking it by storm. I'm going to put myself over. Like, I'm just going to completely call myself out right here. <laughs> um, I had the Padres winning 96. I would still like to say that. With the Dodgers winning 100-plus games. The D-backs, I held a little too much optimism for. Ooh, I don't get how that team is not better than they are. They've lost 18 straight on the road. So They're about to set the record of 21, I think it is, for road losses consecutively. Yeah. What did, they what, have the lineup. They have what it takes to... Well, what did you like about that team? Was it their offense? They have offense. They have Cattell. They have Peralta. They Peralta. have Escobar. They added Azdrubal Cabrera this year. They have Cole Calhoun, Stephen Vaught, Carson Kelly's hitting over 300 as a catcher. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of those guys you just mentioned don't hit for any kind of average. Josh Rojas, okay. that's true. It, it's it's a decent lineup like, that just isn't Cubs getting team. the job done. They're a worse Cubs team in my opinion. Like they're that's very fair. similar style, I think, in, in terms of their offense. Um, but worse or not, they're twenty and forty-three. Yeah, that's so bad. They're, I think they're five and twenty-eight. They're last thirty-three. So they were doing okay, and then they just tanked. So I see them possibly getting the, the number one overall draft pick. I would I would think that too. But to put myself on blast, they're twenty and forty three. I had them at eighty two and eighty. So pretty bad. I had the Rockies sixty three and ninety nine. They're twenty five and thirty seven. That's a, that's pretty accurate. Something like that could still happen. It definitely have to be so little. If they tank a little bit more, um, they're five and twenty three on the road. Damn, they're bad. Too. So they can play at Coors, but they can't play anywhere else. That's uh, because the atmosphere helps them out. Yeah, it does. But but the Giants, thirty-eight and twenty-three. I I had the Giants in fourth place at seventy-seven and eighty-five. The, yeah. This is a team that has had success in the past, but it's full of veterans who haven't produced the last couple of years. And out of the blue, they're in first place. Buster Posey's going to the All Star game. I mean, that guy's been over 300. He's back. Double-digit homers. Where did that come from? I mean, I'm happy to see it. Like, welcome back, Buster Posey. But He's a likable guy. Like, that's he's kind of the driving factor, in my opinion. I mean, that's the, he's the captain of that team for all these years. And finally, he has a, looks like he's got a great season back on his hands. And now look at him. Brandon Crawford's been playing well for them. Um, Johnny Cueto's even, like, not playing that bad. Uh, his velocity's dropped a lot. But, like, he's doing more of his little shimmy-shimmy stuff on the mound that's still fooling hitters. Uh-huh. Um, Cueto's doing okay. I mean, a lot of their guys that they've had for the last couple of years, Crawford, Longoria, Belt, um, Gossman on the pitching staff, uh, they added Tommy Lastella, they've got Alex Wood, Cueto, yeah. uh, Sanchez, Discalfani, Logan Webb. They've got a reasonable lineup, which is why the last couple of years, it's like, why are they so bad? Mm-hmm. But to go from why are they so bad to... So now why are they so good? <laughs> unbelievably good. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, Just whether that's a fluke or not, we're about halfway through the season. Um, we'll we'll see what happens as we finish up. But who's going to win the NL West? I have the Dodgers still. I don't okay. know how many games they're going to win. I had them at 96 or 97 in the beginning of the season. Um, but them and the Padres are going to be really fun to watch down the stretch. So you see the Giants in third out. place? I do. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't I'm, see them, I'm with you there. Don't see them be able to continue what they've been able to do. I think they're going to fall off after the All Star break. It's within two and a half games with those three teams. Yeah, so it, it, it's a dogfight right now. It um, is, and I, I just see them kind of—they're not going to have enough star power to get them over the edge in the second half. 
Your Dodgers and Padres are going to be within two games the entire season and probably one of the last series of the month or whatever of the season. Okay. You're going to find out who's that division winner is going to be. I believe it'll be the Dodgers. I can see it. And that's what I have as well. So I've got Dodgers, Padres, and then I had D-backs, but Giants have to be in that top three, no doubt. I mean, that's a 14-game spread. Yeah, I think so, so too. that'll be fun to watch. Um, American League. For you American League uh, funsies out there, White Sox, got to take that division. Has to happen. They do. They do. They will. Uh, A's? A's Astros? Astros. I okay. Mean, I want the A's to win, of course. I hate the Astros it, It's a one-game spread there. But I do. I, I think the Astros take it over. Okay. AL East with the, with the slumping Yanks, still over 500. That's a fun division. Four teams over 500. It is. Uh, Red wanna, Sox have been surprisingly good. I, they have been surprisingly good. I want to put the Yankees in the division. I have them going to the World Series actually at the beginning of the year. So my gut tells me they want to. They're going to come back and win the division. But the Rays have just been still. They're still producing, man. With Glass now and Kim Cash in them, I'll just ah. Uh, so beginning of the season, I had the Yankees winning the division. I would change my mind perhaps to the Rays sticking that out, but the Yankees still going to the playoffs. So the Rays lose their best pitcher. This offseason, yeah. after making it to the World Series, and they're still a first-place team halfway through the season. It's hard to bet against them right now. It really is. I mean, we're, we're only a week away from the halfway point, just about. So, it's going to be a fun division. I, I think, just like the, the NL Central and East, I mean, all, all NL divisions, actually. They've got any... It, it's all up for grabs. Actually, so. very competitive. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I see the White Sox running away with it. Me too. A's and Astros should, but I had the Angels actually as a wild card team. I did this too. Year. I did too. I thought Madden Could and Otani and Trout. They've been turning it up. It depends when Trout. Trout comes back and how good he can be. Can Otani continue to do what he's going to do? Um, so I think they've definitely kind of underperformed. You know, I think most guys people had them a little bit better this year. We've still got a lot of games left, though. Yeah, we do. So far, at least. Yeah. So I mean, they're only sitting at sixty-two I'm- games with. They're still a little bit away from the halfway point, so there's plenty of time. But. I'm shocked the Twins are as bad as they've been. Like, where did That's that? That's Where did that come from? How are the Royals in third what's, place? Okay, what's more surprising, the Giants in first or the Twins in last? Ooh. Um, I think you're gonna have to go with the Giants in first because only only because of the Dodgers and Padres, like how big of, of teams they are, like. I mean, I had the, we had the Twins at maybe second place or first place, depending on if you're a Sox fan or not. Um, but that's tough. Those are those are tough ones because the Tigers and Indians. I mean, Tigers and Royals are just bad yep. teams. So I, I mean, I, I had a decent AL Central. Yeah, you did. with the Tigers plummeting, the White Sox in first, ninety four wins. Um, AL East, I had the Rays in first, ninety five. Yankees, ninety two wins. Blue Jays, eighty six. Red Sox, eighty two. I had the Angels winning the West. Wow. 91. Okay. 91. I still had the A's and Astros at 89, 88 wins. So that, that would take a big turnaround. Mariners, I had almost 500. Rangers plummeted. But the crazy thing is, the two things I was completely wrong are, of course, the Giants being in first place. And I had the Twins at 89 and 73, second place. Um tied for that second wild card place so i would have to go with the twins i'm gonna go against you. twins is the biggest surprise yeah the giants had the roster okay 
to make it happen, I just thought they were going to go into rebuild mode again. I thought they were going to be I bad, sell the team. That's what I thought too. Plummet. The Twins, though, I mean, I can see they, they just couldn't overcome their playoff woes. Yeah. They couldn't beat the Yankees last year. And not that I saw them doing any damage in the playoffs this year. I saw them getting back and still being a good team. Mm-hmm. And that's not happening. Um, White Sox got to run away with that. And the Twins are going to be big sellers. They're going to be a bottom five team in the league now. That's crazy. Where we're at, it's going to happen. So, sorry, Minnesota. It's, <laughs> you got a dope stadium, but it, you're going to be sellers. Nice so, so what about, what about the we got World Series picks here? We got matchups? Beginning of the season, I took Dodgers, White Sox, and I'm sticking to that. I have the Dodgers Dude. repeating. Really? Yep. I had I have Yankees and um, I think I had Dodgers too, only because I can't see Yankees, anybody. Dodgers. I had Yankees, Dodgers, only because I can't see anybody. The publicity would love that. I can't. I, I'll be <laughs> classic. I, I can't see anybody in the National League that could beat the Dodgers unless it's in their own division, which would be the Padres. AL East, I could not see beating the Dodgers. AL Central, I could not see beating the Dodgers. Neither. They would lose within. It's going to be the Padres or. The Giants, we don't see doing that. But I think the Padres are the one team that could take out the Dodgers. It's the rivalry. It is, yeah. Anything can happen. It's the fire. It's the underdogs. They're a new up-and-coming team. A lot of momentum on their side. So I, I have Yankees-Dodgers. I have the Yankees being the White Sox in the ALCS in six games. Do you still have the Yankees taking the AL? Yes. Right now? Well, it doesn't look like it now, but... You, you think it'll happen? Give, give, me, give me three or four months. Yeah, it'll happen. Okay. They're going right. to be all right. That's going to happen. So talking about the Yankees, too, we got a few more minutes here as we close out. We have a hot topic. And uh, possible cheating. Garrett Cole on the Yankees got put on the hot seat for cheating, using a little stickiness to his baseball to get some more movement. I don't know what he's using. It could be a mixture of rosin and sunscreen. It could be pine tar and whatever else. I don't know what these pitchers are using. I don't think anybody knows. Why was he so uncomfortable when they asked him about it? Because he knows he's doing something wrong. (laughs) As a professional athlete, if you're doing something wrong, you have to know you're going to be asked about it, right? Well, I don't... I mean... MLB hasn't cracked down on this in in a decade. It's been it a doesn't, lot of years. It doesn't matter. If you're possibly using something you shouldn't, how are you not ready for that question to come out? I, I don't know. I don't know. If he, the he amount looked, of cameras and the amount of publicity, they're going to so, catch this. He looked bad. He did. I mean, they see you touching the ball. But they pitchers see are you. even trying to hide it. Like, I mean, it's, it's obvious. They touch the, yeah. the spot on their hat. There's a little thing on their wrist or their glove. Like, it's, it, it's obvious. They're not trying to hide it. I mean, it. same thing with batters. You've got pine tar on the helmets. They, they give a little touch to the helmet. There's cameras that are catching this. You're on the Yankees. Yeah. You. How can you not think this is gonna happen? So, I I, I don't know. Garrett Cole, I like as a pitcher. He's legit. But how do you get that uncomfortable when you're put on the spot? I know. To where you can't answer a question. And it made him look so. He's an bad. idiot from that. He is, and it, it's it's making it look like okay, yeah, you pitchers are really into something bad. Like you are doing something wrong. Like look at the way you're acting. We asked you about it. It was horrible. If it wasn't a big deal, you would shake it off and you answer the question just fine. But because you struggle with it, you know, it's MLB already came out with a warning about how they're going to enforce it if they were to do so. So yeah. it, was, it was horrible. It's going to be interesting. His spin rate's dropped in his last few starts. You said Trevor Bauer, too. Trevor Bauer's, too. Yeah, he had a couple bad starts. His spin rate's dropped. So I think these pitches are 
maybe already just going to not do it already with the warning of MLB. But we'll see. Gerkel did have a good start his last start. Um, I mean, he's still a good pitcher, so I think he's going to have, have those. Of but course. I think the spin rates is what you're really going to you're going to see the drop if they stop to use it, and you're like, oh, like there it is. Yeah. I don't think it should be allowed. To be quite honest, it's just I don't know. Rosin's one thing, but when you're mixing a bunch of stuff together and you're 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 putting it on your body and you're seeing it, it's like you put, you guys have another hand. You're gripping the baseball differently. And you want, exactly. You should, you, with your bare hand, you should be able to grip the baseball and do what you got to do. Like if you're gripping the baseball else. differently with some kind of substance, what's what's wrong to say a batter can't have extra substance? I agree. Not to hold his bat, but to put something on his bat that can help it. Like some uh, some corkin with uh, some Sammy Sosa. Why yeah. can't he do that? Exactly. I, I think it's very similar. I don't think the steroid comparison to the but the spin rate is is a little bit off but the spin it, rate is, it off. is off it's a little bit off in the comparison but like a corked bat versus you know substance using with the sticky stuff to get spin rates up i think that's very comparable because yeah. you know it's, it's a little thing that gives you that advantage that it's I just giving don't think... you more strikeouts i mean you're getting another one two maybe three strikeouts a game probably yeah. preventing another run or two every all game. the no hitters that we've been had we've been seeing uh, How do we have so many no hitters? This MLB year? dead into the baseball, so it's a perfect storm. That's another thing. And I you're trying to you create about. offense in the league, and you're doing the opposite. You're just to dead in baseballs because you're trying to crack down on home runs, but then you're letting pitchers do whatever the hell they want. So you have this perfect storm for what six or seven no hitters in two weeks, yep. and for still low averages, and also now you have smaller numbers of homers, which is what you wanted, but you want averages to go up. So you got to figure. We wait. we had. Uh, a record-breaking amount of home runs last year. Sure did. This year, we've got a record-breaking amount of no-hitters <laughs> through the month of June. I know. We're, we're almost in mid-June. We have, is it six, five, six? I think it's six, and I think the record no is eight hitters. or nine in a and season. We're not even halfway through the season. I know. I know. I don't think we're going to break the record, though. We have, we have a new generation of pitchers where... They know how to get the job done, and they're elite. Yeah. I, I think times have definitely changed from a pitching aspect, but you can't say we go from a record-breaking home runs to to six no hitters yeah. through through June tenth, or or even weeks ago when the last one happened. I, I just it doesn't make any sense. And you can see the, like the the enthusiasm behind it. Just yeah. like, like, oh, another, like, no one got excited about it. Like, that's supposed to be a huge thing. I remember being a kid, like, that was a, the most amazing thing to hear that that happened. And now, like, it's on Twitter, and you're like, oh, wow, another hitter. Just, just another one. Just another thing that happened. It's like, no, like, you're taking away this amazing part of the game now. It's supposed to be very, very special. Something that's unique to all sports, mm-hmm. and you're going to make it not as exciting? Like, you can't have that. I, I, I'm mind blown. Yeah. I, what needs to happen? Uh, MLB needs to enforce what they say they're going to enforce. I don't think pitchers should be allowed to mix things together to create better grip on the ball. You have your rosin bag behind you, and that's it. Anything on the baseball? Uh, don't dent the baseballs. Don't just leave them alone. Um, so put them back to what they were last year. Yeah, I think it's they added in the humidifier. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe don't maybe don't do that. But whatever you did to dent them, I would not do that. I mean, I agree that we have to start putting more emphasis on contact and average and less on the homers. But the way you dent the baseball this year does not work, I don't think. Yeah. So, I mean, a guy can hit 240 now and be considered an elite player, and that's crazy. Like, yeah. 
40 years ago, they'd be in the minor leagues. Like, you got to hit at least 260, 270 to be considered even close to an average player. Yeah. From what I was taught, and I'm only 23, turning 24 soon. So, you know. It doesn't It doesn't make much sense. I, I think MLB definitely has to do something. And I feel like something's going to be done this offseason. I just don't think no. anything's going to be done during this current season. No, they won't. And whether they crack down on pitchers and, and whatever substances they're using to, to help with their grip, that may happen during the season to where you may have some um, – a little bit of control on what they're able to do and maybe some suspensions. Yeah. But we're, we're kind of too late to the party on that, and I think more is going to happen this offseason with that. Which is why I think pitchers are expecting that, and that's why they're already starting to not stop to use them because I think they're already... Because they're on the hot seat. And they're already... Exactly. They're already anticipating moves to be done, so they better get used to not using the grip now with that stu- substances while they can. So exactly. it'll be interesting to see in this offseason what they do. Yeah. It's going to be a fun offseason, but we got a lot of season left to finish, and it's going to be exciting. Man, so I'm, I'm interested to keep tabs on uh, whatever is going on right now with these no-hitters. And I kind of hope we don't see another one. With the, yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I, I do, but I don't. if it's the Cubs, maybe. Then that's but. the only exception. <laughs> on, on Saturday, whoever's pitching, Alzheimer's, no-hitter. Cool yep, yep. I want to see some offense, though. I think, yeah, the Cubs games I've been to this year have had no offense. Oh, really? Well, I've, seen like, I've seen like four runs in three games. I think so. it's going to be a high-scoring weekend. 100% capacity. Gans pitching for St. Louis. So okay. Could be fun. They're going to be fired up on both sides. It's going to be a great series. So It will be. Who's pitching for us? Uh, TBD. It's supposed to be Kyle Hendricks, but it's it's up in the air right now. So Maybe Cole Stewart again. We'll see. We will see. Yikes. It'll be a fun game. We'll yeah. get to see Arenado, Goldschmidt. Yeah, in or St. Louis uniforms. Star players. That's gonna be pretty sick. Be, I've never seen a Cubs Cardinals game. I've neither. I like this. This yep. is gonna be great. It's gonna I'm be a excited. fun game. We spent the bucks on the tickets. Now, now it better be a good. Better game. be worth so, it. <laughs> y'all better watch Saturday. Uh, but anywho, uh, please contribute to our uh, hot topics here on on MLB and just let us know what you think as as far as um, tapering with baseballs go. No hitters. What, what's going on this year? Uh, but feel free to shoot us any takes on Tater Tot Sports on Twitter as well. Let us know. We'll be happy to hit you up next week uh, in the podcast as well. But um, to all you viewers, thank you for listening. Tommy, appreciate you joining us this week. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Absolutely. And to you all, we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Good night.